0: Nuggets, snippets, tidbits. Oh my, I love doing these little bite-sized chunks because people love to snack. And that's the same as learning. We love little bits of information. I call them little snacks of information. Have you ever noticed how when we travel, we tend to purchase magazines that have little bits of writing in them because we know we're going to be interrupted by flight staff or even another passenger? That is why I keep my podcast short. It can be overwhelming to listen to long podcasts because we just don't have the time. But if you do have the time, there are some great long podcasts out there. I'm not putting down a long podcast, but I, I'm doing the short ones so that you don't have to take notes and you can go back to them at any time and they're very easy to retain and remember. Hi, Darlene Dawn here for Living Your Best Life. And today's little nugget, snippet, tidbit, or a little bite-sized piece of information is about how we learn. We learn by taking in little bits of information at a time and through repetition. I am an accredited teacher and my field was kindergarten to grade six. There are many different studies that keep coming out about how the brain actually learns and retains information. When my children went to school, the research was all about memorization. Well, that was blowing out of the water when it was soon learned that children could not memorize the entire English language and it was short-lived and phonics was soon brought back into the system. It is near impossible to memorize everything unless you're one of the few that have a photographic memory. Everyone is unique. And while some people learn by hearing, some people will learn by reading, others doing, some need visual aids. These are all words you will hear many say. You will hear people say, I can only learn by doing, I can only learn by reading. It's just, everybody is unique. Now there's always going to be a memory factor there. When we study for tests and exams, it's your memory that is definitely used. However, unless you understand the facts, the memory will be very hard to retain. It is important that we comprehend what we are learning in order for our memory to bring it back up to our brains. Think of it like a file folder, and if you have no memory or recollection, you're not going to be able to bring up the file. When we were in school, remember how the teacher would have us read out loud? It's been proven that reading out loud and writing things down enhances our ability to remember. How many of you will write out a grocery list and probably not even have to look at it as the very act of writing it down, put it into that little folder into our brains, and often we'll remember every single thing on the list without even taking the list out of our purse or out of our pockets? Our brains love organization, and that is why you will hear the term a cluttered house, a cluttered mind. When you live in clutter, your mind is challenged and it has to work so much harder to keep the focus on what you're trying to do. Some people are distracted more easily than others. Many of us need total silence to learn, while some may learn very well with rock music or metal music in the background. I know my husband could have the metal music blaring and uh, study very well for an exam while I needed total silence. I didn't even want to hear a person breathe. From the moment we are born, we start to learn. As we gain more knowledge, we are able to learn more because we now have the basics or a base in which to improve upon. As babies, we are formulating a background knowledge that will help us learn even more. And the younger we are, the more we're able to absorb more knowledge and at a quicker pace. It is often said that children's minds are like sponges. I think of them as new computers with all without all that clutter and, and all the new programming that we keep adding so that our, our computers don't work quite as well. Remember how well your computer worked before you added the too many programs to it? Well that's how I see the child's brain. It helps the mind when we ask children to explain or when they can relate to cause and effect. Problem solving helps them think but this can't be done until we have, again, some background information in us. And this background information is what we get from the time we are born until we go to school. It's just information that we keep accumulating in our brains through parental involvement and stimulation and things like that in the, in the actual environment. There are many factors in learning. Without motivation, the student would probably just stare into space. The teachers have a huge job in making sure that all of their students have a sense of belonging and a feeling of worth. This last statement can sometimes be overlooked due to the large classroom sizes. It can be very difficult for a teacher to make every single child, if they have 32 students in a room, feel that sense of value as some students need more reassurance than others. I cannot stress this enough. All people from the time they are born, need to feel valued. It is only when we do not feel value and worth that all these little problems start to creep in and these little insecurities that only create more problems as we get older. Research will continue to be done on the brain and how we learn. Schools will constantly be trying new things with their curriculums. Change is inevitable. But the one thing that will always remain the same is a need to feel valued and that you matter. This is something that we, at parents, we as parents can really work on from the time our children are born. We need to ensure that our children feel valued and uh, let them know that they matter. No one is perfect. We have all made mistakes. We can only do the best we can with the information we have. To live our own best lives and help our children live their best lives as well. Thanks for joining me today. Please share my podcast or at least the ones that you think may benefit others. Bye for now.